Flying Talkers podcast is brought to you today by your global sales force, ATC Aviation. For 30 years, one world, one global air cargo GSSA. ATC is your guide and your key to air freight markets, both local and international. For more information and the ATC experience up close and personal, go to www.atc-aviation.com. That's www.atc-aviation.com. And tell them Flying Talkers sent you. As Logitrans Istanbul opens this week, November 13, 15, 2019, the self-proclaimed bridge connecting the Eurasian region via logistic solutions is greeted by Emra Eldener, president of the Association of International Transport and Logistics Service Producers, UTICOD. That's the very important market force for good. And Emra's message is straight from the shoulder, right from the heart. Quote, we're here for everyone, Emra declared. Our mission is to serve all aspects of the transportation industry. Founded in 1976, Utacod in 2019 is the most broad-based, comprehensive, non-governmental organization in Turkish transportation today. As the voice of the Turkish transport and logistics sector, Utacod membership includes land, sea, air, rail, as well as port operations, warehousing and storage services, customs brokerage activities, and logistics services. Quote, Utacod is also quite active advancing programs of sustainable development. Emra points up. Our organization conducts educational and training activities at many levels as it works to develop the next generation of logisticians in Turkey. Many of the companies here at Logitrans are already our members, so this gathering affords us opportunity to go one-on-one and enhance understanding. We invite everyone to come talk to us, discuss issues, including their concerns and needs. Logitran is a forum for good, an open house for Utakad to not just network, but to also exchange ideas and opinions. Mesimunchen, the folks that bring you Air Cargo Europe every year, once again organized Logitran's International Transport Logistics Exhibition in Istanbul 2019 in conjunction with EKO Fair Limited in Munich held just off the main runways of Istanbul Ataturk International Airport inside Hall 9 and 10 of the Istanbul Expo Center. The event runs, as mentioned, November 13th through 15th, with trade show floors open every day from 1100 hours until 17 hours. And not to be overlooked is an aggressive grouping of sessions and speeches during Logitrans Istanbul 2019. The conference sessions are held amongst the display stands right on the floor of the big event, which engages major issues of logistics trends and truck and trailer action in Turkey and beyond, as well as air and rail cargo, as mentioned in Turkey. With beautiful Istanbul as backdrop, Logitrans says it expects more than 14,000 plus participants and 136 exhibitors 
exhibitors from 20 nations to engage together in all aspects of the transportation game and this last major event of the global cargo transportation season promises to be a brief encounter but a very good one and I mentioned Istanbul is so beautiful looks like Logitrans is the place to be this week this is Jeffrey Aaron This is Jeffrey Aaron, now Virgin Atlantic Cargo. Ever wonder why Virgin Atlantic Cargo is in the news so much lately? Well, they're doing something, that's why. They're expanding all over the place. They're looking for rights to fly from their gateway, and they're thinking big. Big new airplanes, big new programs, and things to tickle the imagination of the transportation shipping world as never before. Quote, cargo customers in Australia and Japan will be very pleased to see the launch of Virgin Australia Brisbane to Tokyo Haneda services starting March 29, 2020. The daily Airbus A330 flight will offer between 15 and 20 tons of cargo capacity and will be marketed by Virgin Atlantic Cargo under its long-standing international long-haul sales and marketing agreement with Virgin Australia. So said Dominic Kennedy, Managing Director of Virgin Atlantic Cargo. Currently, Virgin Atlantic Cargo also markets cargo capacity on Virgin Australia's direct services connecting Sydney, Melbourne, and Brisbane with Los Angeles, where they also link directly into Virgin Atlantic's international network. Quote, we expect this new direct service to open up significant opportunities for both imports and imports exports, Dominic enthused. We acknowledge, with thanks, the strong support we've enjoyed from cargo industry folks for Virgin Australia's Melbourne, Hong Kong services. The new route, Virgin Australia's first ever to Tokyo, is expected to attract strong demand from both passengers and cargo customers. Well, more power to them, we say. This is Jeffrey Aaron. Who can explain it? Who can tell you why? Fools give a reason. Wise men never try. For 26 years, Air Cargo Americas has met in Miami every other year. Such was the case a couple of weeks ago at Air Cargo Americas. The caveat this year in 2019 is IATA held some sessions in Amsterdam. I'll talk about the cup running over. Thankfully, while there were two major air cargo events going on at the same time, both were markedly different. First in Florida, Air Cargo Americas, among other topics, in an expanded session roster focused on Latin America-themed sales and operations, while in Amsterdam across the pond gathered a healthy sampling of the operational people of the air cargo industry at the IATA Air Cargo Events in the Netherlands. Well, there were IATA sessions times five, or five sessions five. The IATA gathering featured five simultaneous sessions, like everything happening at once, including Air Cargo Operations Conference, Air Pharma Conference, Lithium Battery Workshop, Cargo Claims and Loss Prevention Conference, and the Cargo Security and Facilitations Forum. 
This IATA summit was well stocked and delivered sumptuously by operational people that behind the scenes truly make air cargo move. That's the review we have. There's no other gathering where air cargo operations from around the globe come together like this one. In 2019, over 400 attendees were there during those five uh, simultaneous sessions. Prior to the kickoff, IATA working groups covered security, customs, dangerous goods, ground handling, and other important cargo members met to discuss the hot topics that airlines and their customers are facing. Many government regulators attended the event as well as the World Customs Organization, ICAO, World Trade Organization, EU regulators, USTSA, DOT, and CBP. So here's a taste. Michael Ford, who's a VP of Government and Industry Affairs for BDP, provided a great overview as to what it takes to implement the important air cargo advanced screening, ACAS. Michael stressed the need for carriers to communicate that the past is the past and change is essential. ACAS, he said, was a great example of how global offices had changed the mindset and brought focus on data accuracy and timelessness. His major point, Michael said, was that by paying attention to these key areas, we're helping to improve the customer experience and getting cargo cleared quicker. And isn't that what it's all about? Well, meantime, Delta Cargo called in the Huns. Another key panel was the move to use a third-party canine as primary screening of air cargo in the U.S. after the approval in January by TSA. Jeff Cole, Director of Operations from GK9PG, and Alex Rodriguez, Compliance Manager for MSA Security, were on a panel with Warren Miller, Manager of Global Initiatives for TSA, and Howard Stone, VP of Global Programs for UPS. All were able to share experiences of the first few months of new screening by man's best friend, which have resulted in significant change in how air cargo is checked. The moderator for the panel, Abhishek Chuan, Program Manager Cargo for Delta Airlines, led with some great questions. How the canine are managed, what the issues in startup, and how effective canines are in this new improved screening, and more. It was evident that there's much interest in expanding canine, not just in the U.S., but other places around the world. And finally, on day one, and we'll have a pickup of this event for a little more information for uh, day two, stay tuned, but a TSA man for all seasons turned out to be a man for all cargo. John Beckius, the new director of the TSA's air cargo division, got up and spoke. Mr. Beckius brings a breath of fresh air from someone who needs and understands air cargo, observed Mike White, president of Cargo Network Services, CNS. There was a good feeling that the TSA wants to work as a true partner with the industry as Mr. Beckius explained how the reorganization of the department is being arranged, Mike White said. There's been quite a void in the cargo area of TSA since the departure of Doug Britton a few years ago. Certainly from far and wide, air cargo stakeholders are eager to see the new department and the new director work for aviation security in more partnership with the industry. That's our take. And as I said, stay tuned. More to come. This is Jeffrey Aaron.
This is Jeffrey Aaron. How about a rewind? A show we've already done. Rick Ellison's Great American is just a click away in this series. It's one of the better interviews we've had. I mean, I think all the interviews are great, but this one was particularly touching. You know what he said during the interview? We talked about leadership and doing the job and making an impact and making something happen in the cargo business that's lasting and important. He said, quote, people have always liked me better after meeting my wife. They think I'm funnier after seeing me with my friends, and they only see how capable I am when they get to know my team. However you choose, Rick Ellison said, however you choose to slice it, we are better together, and we are happier when we are focused on the happiness of others. Have a couple of minutes with Rick Ellison during Rick Ellison's Great American, right here in a previous edition of Flying Talkers. Listen to this. The last time a Lufthansa freighter touched down at Miami International Airport 25 years ago, Bill Clinton was U.S. president. But proving what goes around comes around, Lufthansa cargo comes back to Miami with a weekly 777 freighter, and Norbert Palsmeyer, the old Cargo Pro Director of Sales and Handling in Florida for Lufthansa Cargo, could not be happier. Miami Norbert declared, currently is served by four daily flights to Europe with great connections to the world. And now we're adding a weekly freighter via Atlanta to serve additional demands for outsized and special cargo. The 777LH8171 is scheduled each Tuesday evening. Not to be outdone, accolades came from the mayor of Miami himself, Miami-Dade County Mayor Carlos Jimenez, who declared, we proudly welcome Lufthansa Cargo's new freighter service to Miami-Dade County. Our community already benefits from the daily world-class passenger service Lufthansa provides, and we look forward to the additional economic impact its cargo service will have on our community. Lester Sola, Director and Chief Executive Officer of the Miami-Dade Aviation Department said, We appreciate Lufthansa for choosing to expand its operations at MIA with cargo-only service. As the cargo gateway of the Americas, we expect Lufthansa to see continued success on their new Miami cargo route. That was Lester Sola, Director and CEO of the airport itself. For the record, right now Miami Air Cargo is number one gateway in USA for international freight offering service to 160 cities on four continents with dedicated freighter service to 112 destinations. Miami is the largest gateway to Latin America and the Caribbean. It handles 79% of all imports and 77% of all exports to and from the region. Miami is the first airport in the Western Hemisphere and only the second in the world to be designated by IATA, the International Air Transport Association, as a pharmaceutical freight hub and a trusted industry leader in the transport of pharmaceuticals. That's a place that's taken off. Miami, down in Florida. This is Jeffrey Aaron.
Here we take a moment and a few words to Veterans Day 2019 here in the United States of America. The moon gives you light and the bugles and the drums give you music. And my heart, oh my soldiers, my veterans, my heart, my heart gives you love. Those are words by Walt Whitman written after World War I. In 1919, at the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month, the first Armistice Day was observed in America to honor all the people that served in World War I. And that was known popularly in phrase as the war to end all wars. Now, good luck with that. 1938, the U.S. Congress changed the name and declared Veterans Day a national U.S. holiday, which is the day we're celebrating today as I'm speaking to you here from New York City. But we honor all and recall all the people that have served, wherever they've served. I think a bit about my grandfather. Now he's been gone longer than I knew him. He served in World War I. My father also departed, served in World War II. Myself, I was 13 months as part of a draft call-up at U.S. government expense prowling around the jungles of Southeast Asia while serving during the Vietnam conflict. The two elders in our family never talked much about war, uh, although my dad would often recall his time flying around inside a U.S. Navy F-4U Corsair. We have reported over the years on air cargo doing its part in supporting returning veterans. On this solemn day in the U.S., November 11th, 2019, it's important that we should never forget our veterans, their service and sacrifice, and always honor and care for our own. And for your time, this time until next time, this is Jeffrey Aaron saying thank you for listening and keep them flying. Air Cargo. Goodbye.